Halo, halo, Sacred Icon listeners. We used to do ads for other people, but I decided, why don't we do one for ourselves? Whether you're here listening to us for the first time or you've heard every episode, I'd like to briefly tell you what we're about and how you can support us. We have been doing this podcast since 2019, and with that has come lots of changes. We started as a primarily Halo-only show, but have evolved, combat evolved, over the years to talk about a wide variety of things in the realm of nerd culture. As you can imagine, we've made numerous changes to our platforms, usernames, and emails over the years, so now is the time for me to set things right and give the Covenant back their bomb. You can join our Discord by clicking the link included on our podcast feed. You can also send us an email or a voice message at sacrediconpodcast at gmail.com. We have a YouTube channel at youtube.com slash sacredicon, and we no longer use Twitter or X or whatever else the kids are calling it these days. So if you see someone who looks like us there, just know it's not us. Lastly, you can support us on patreon.com slash sacredicon and receive a bevy of bonus content. We're so glad you chose us to be the voice in your ear on this particular day and hope you enjoy the episode ahead. Halo, Halo to the Sacred Icon Halo Show. What's up, everybody? It's Jovial Joshi back. We're here with episode 19. I'm joined always with Brian Arvet. It's been a while since we've been able to to do this together. At least it's been it a while. Feels, it's been a while. Feels like it's been a a very long time, and we're reunited, and it feels so good. Brian, what is up, buddy? How Why does it always? Why does it always feel like uh, it's like a, a new thing to be recording with you? Like it feels like it's been so long, even though you're the main person on the show with me. I know, man. You know, we're, we just, we're the we main just miss two, each other yeah. that much. I, it's because because I've been out and you did some episodes without me, and then you were out and I did an episode. Um, you know, it's really funny right now. At the, at the bottom of our screens, we have our our names that represent us. And if you guys have ever seen that uh, that Simpsons episode, it's like a Halloween episode. Um, my name for this recording software right now is Count Bubula, because on the Simpsons episode, there's like a like a female vampire, and she's like, "I'm Count Bubula." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, oh, yeah, to be back, uh, Josh. It does feel, feel very good, man. Oh uh, yeah, let's move. Together. Let's move into some news. I want to talk some Halo. I'm, I'm doing these weird flexes with my arms that are like. If I was called Count Bubula right now, I feel like it would kind of like make them go smaller because that would be it's well, like a chest if you workout. saw Count Bubula, I don't think that'd be possible. <laughs> yeah, that's just what it's like right now. So uh, <laughs> anyway, guys, um, the Halo Twitter posted on the 10th uh, that Sunday being tomorrow on the 16th, uh, your local Microsoft, uh, Microsoft store is going to be having another Halo Reach 2v2 competition. Uh, so... You know, we've said this before. I know there's something to do. It seems like quite often. Uh, so if you're interested in potentially going, I said potentially, potentially going to that, <laughs> be sure and check out smash.gg forward slash MRS Halo. Have you Pretty ever been cool. to a Microsoft store? Uh, I haven't. Justin and I talked about that. And dude, if, if they had one, I, I went to one go. for the first you time. You did? Uh, my wife and I went to Cincinnati. And at the Cincinnati Mall, they had an actual Microsoft store. And the positives, it was really cool. I enjoyed looking around in there. It was nice. It had like a little like gaming corner where you could sit and play an Xbox. Uh, the negatives are, if I wanted to buy anything that was for sale there, there's places cheaper to get it. Like Microsoft Store is going to be like the most expensive spot to get it, I feel like. Like you're going to get Xboxes at full price. You're going to get Xbox accessories at full price. Like I, I feel like you could get stuff cheaper other places. But it was cool to look around in for sure. 
Yeah. No, definitely. I mean, I, I I would love to just be able to go into one of those. Yeah, it's cool. You know, out here we don't have anything cool. If you ever, <laughs> if you ever drive back this way to West Virginia, I'll meet Dude. you in Cincinnati, and we can go to that mall and go to the Microsoft. I remember driving through Cincinnati briefly, and it was like out the to your wedding, and it was insane. Like I remember the the lanes got just. I think it was like, oh, it dude, felt like it felt like seven serious. lanes, even though it was I've probably lost like there five. Several times just on my way to West Virginia. Yeah. God bless GPS and technology, man. Yeah, dude, using a map that's for chumps. <laughs> yeah, wow, <laughs> old olden days, the olden days. Uh, yeah. So also moving on, guys. Um, now this is a little bit of old news. Some of it a bit relevant now, though, which is why we're going to cover it. Um, so uh, they posted on the Halo Twitter uh, not too long ago a sort of community update on there regarding some things on Halo Reach via the Master Chief Collection. Um, more specifically, this is posted on, uh, the steam community. It's on steamcommunity.com. So I'm honestly not sure myself if this is applicable to the Xbox versions, but I feel like it's a safe assumption that you can earn a couple exclusive nameplates. One being the Valentine's day one, uh, which is going to end actually tomorrow. So most of you listening to this, uh, and if you're wanting it, I'm sure you're probably aware of it. Uh, the requirement being complete 10 match made games in any social a ranked 2v2 playlist or firefight doubles, which will be added on February 12th. So, and let's see the next one. Josh, I was going to ask you if, if you, could, if, it, you could, if you could create your own, like if you could have 343 release a Halo nameplate, what would you like? I got one idea myself. Hmm. Let me just say it on that while you tell me yours. Okay. Do you remember the Cortana letters? Yeah. They should do a nameplate. That like has some kind of Cortana letters design because that's like that's like before Combat Evolved level stuff. That'd be pretty. I cool. I think that'd be really neat. Yeah. No, that'd be what, pretty cool. What do you I don't know what be- I would want. Like, just that's weird because I mean they do have a lot of options, right? I mean, yeah. I don't know. I want something. Uh, if they uh, anything I want, I just want it to like the logo to be off to the right side because my gamer tag is J level seven. So okay. like I don't want anything sort of like over there. Yeah, that makes sense. You know what I mean? What about, like, a, what about a Halo Three Game Fuel uh nameplate? Oh I would go crazy. Dude. With yes. Make it happen. It, it have to say game fuel though. It can't just say MTN do, you know, or something like that. No, it's gotta say game fuel. And have yeah. the same like little chief like silhouette from the can. Oh my gosh, where he's like running. I don't Dude, I would do I think everyone would do any achievements required to get that. I like nameplates. Uh, there's just so much, you know. They they keep bringing the content, three four three. They keep adding stuff to MCC and updating it. It's really, really become a live service type thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't know. Uh, I hope Halo Infinite is gonna do some cool stuff without getting too like crazy with it. I talked about. I thought about this before, and like, I'd be okay with something similar to MCC for Infinite, provided the base game feels like. A regular base game you know if you want to build yeah. onto it that's fine but i need a campaign that's secure and and like its own concealed done thing yeah and a multiplayer suite that's already done you know if you want to keep adding things on like mcc later that's fine with me but the base product needs to feel not missing anything yeah i mean I, i'm sure they'll do that you know but like yeah when i go through the nameplates in halo 5s that i haven't like unlocked and there's a lot most of the like, I don't think there's any one in particular. I'm like, I want, you know. Yeah. I feel like I'm content with a yin yang one I got or whatever that was just like there at the beginning. I, so I think it says I think it has a lot to do with just being older. But I, I just anything I have to work too hard for, I'm not going to do. 
You know, you know what's like, weird, dude? Uh, you tell me if you were the same way, Brian, but when I was younger playing Halo games, like more specifically like Halo 3, I was like, oh, what if they had this? What if they had this? I wish there were more options. Or imagine if they had more armor unlocks. And, yeah. And then we get it, and then I'm like, as, as I'm older now, I'm like, I want to scale it back down to like yeah, it's just quality over quantity. It's just like it's just like the people who you know were grinding reach like crazy to get a certain armor piece. Don't blame those people at all for wanting a certain Definitely. armor. Yeah. But at the same time, for me, it's like if it requires that much work, if it requires me to do a, like hours and hours or days worth of things I don't feel like doing, mm-hmm. I'll just wear a different armor. I just I'm just I'm just too old to waste the time on that anymore. You know? Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, there's that one I think Helios Grill one you get in Halo Five. I think for defeating, I think all the campaigns in MCC no, that's at in least. Halo Three, you get it in Halo Three. I thought I was a Halo Five one. Maybe way, I'm thinking of like I a Helios. The only way to something. get it, Helios Grill and Halo Three was to beat the whole campaign legendary. Isn't that one in fight Halo Five though? I could be wrong. I have it in Halo Five, huh. but I don't know. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. So that's what I mean, though. I think you have to, like, in order to get it in Halo 5, I think you have to beat some stuff in Halo 4 on... Or, I'm sorry, in Halo MCC on Legendary. So, yeah. I don't Gosh, know. are you ready to move into the big topic at hand, or you got more news? Not just yet. Just want to give okay. a quick shout-out to Kirstie. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I'm totally The cool... Yeah, the cool uh, retweet she got from the Halo Gear uh, Twitter. That was cool, man. I saw that, and I was, was like... Awesome. Neat, because I actually own one of the Halo shirts that I bought off the Microsoft stores that reach one. And dude, I think I told you this, but when I was driving out for your wedding, I had it on. Like I had that I shirt on it. when I was driving out, and I was just like, I don't know, it was just cool. It felt symbolic. I was like, I need to wear this. Dude, this is right. When, so when when I, I'm pretty sure Kirsty made a status or a tweet about her like getting one of those before that happened, and I was like, man, I really want that hoodie, but it's like sixty bucks, and I just can't. I just Expensive. can't. I can't pull the trigger, but I want it. I want it, so she she got one, and I was jealous, and then she got that call out, and I'm like, that's so cool. Like that. Yeah, I, it's I so want cool. It, I want one of those hoodies, man. It man, might happen. Dude, they're probably sold out again. I don't know. I'm sure they'll keep coming back in stock. Yeah. You know, just uh, I, there's demand. As long as there's demand for it, they'll keep yeah. pumping them out. Dude, it's so cool because, as you know, from that, that episode I just did with her and her husband, her and Jordan, dude, they're, they're a legit halo fan couple it's awesome dude i've never seen that i've never seen that because like I, i'm a huge fan but my, my wife's just kind of like yeah yeah she likes it a bit because i do but for the <laughs> most part she's more of like a kingdom hearts final fantasy person and mm-hmm. i've never they're just they're a halo household dude it's awesome that's no that's super cool dude and shout out to you guys if you're listening that was an amazing episode dude i mean seriously like i am not as lore infused knowledgeable as as brian is so it was great having Kiersey and Jordan on and being able to listen to that and just hear you actually get to talk with people who know more about Halo Dude, than me. So they're that was the, cool. They're the best kind of like Halo couple you could ask for because you have Jordan who represents someone who was there from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And then you have Kirsty representing someone who came in at 343. Yeah, she got she got into she got into it through watching him play Halo 4, which was a super cool yeah. story. I like that. So, and then so also you, you can their opinions cover both sides you know and it makes it makes it very fair if they both came in for 343 then people could be like oh they they only like 343 games because that's how they started or if they both came in at bungie then they could be like oh well they don't like 343 stuff because they were bungie purists but they cover both sides and they yeah. kind of they kind of meet in the middle they both both their favorite campaigns halo 4 which is really cool. yeah yeah and you know what she made a good point too she mentioned uh something about 
you know, the, the, the Cortana and Chief dynamic and feeling there's something there, but sort of like in an ambiguous way, I think she, you yeah. know, she's kind of trying to describe it. And like, yeah, I get that. She was saying like, that Steve Downs said that and she agreed with it. Yeah, I definitely get that. Cause like she said, her example was, you know, when you're, you're in combat and you're in through these, these deep personal experiences with people and that really like ties those binds together, you know, in a way it just necessarily wouldn't normally. So totally made sense to me. That's that episode was awesome. Uh, I would love to have you guys back on again when I'm present for that. And also, uh, just that's an awesome shout out. Such cool, so cool, so freaking cool. Yeah, yeah, dude, that was great. We've we've had really good luck with guests on the show. Every guest we've got has been great. So yeah, I miss hearing Matthew's voice too. <laughs> enough, <I'm laughs> shout sure. out to Matt. Enough, sure. um, Got to get that dude in the room to talk about Star Wars with both of us sometime. Oh my god, I won't shut up. Yeah. Um, anyway, Brian, uh, take us forward with some Halo. Okay, so here's where we're at, guys. We we posted a tweet about Halo Legends, like I think it's been roughly a week ago, and we intended for this episode to be mostly about Halo Legends. We both rewatched Halo Legends, and while we're gonna cover, we're probably gonna end up covering a lot of Halo Legends. I think I more want to get into this topic that was spurred from me watching Halo Legends, and that is that. Okay, so basically watching Halo Legends and seeing all these different perspectives of the universe and seeing, you know, different Spartans and Marines and ODSTs and Elites and Brutes and all that stuff, it made me think very much of, and we've talked about them before, and a lot of you out there know them already, Red Letter Media, who do the Star Wars reviews. They made a comment once, and Josh, I know you you watch Red Litter Media as well. I don't know if you've ever heard them make this comment, but they made a comment once about Star Wars and how Star Wars, it, it appears to have this giant, limitless world, but in reality, Star Wars as a universe is extremely small because every Star Wars film has to have you know, a Stormtrooper, a Jedi, a TIE Fighter, a Death Star, like, basically, the Red Letter Media's argument about Star Wars was that even though it's this giant universe with different aliens and everything, what we've come to expect as consumers from Star Wars is the same things in every movie, in every tale. So their argument is that Star Wars is extremely small and limited because of that. So many thoughts on that, but I'm going to not say it. Well, just, we're, we're well to get you, know, to... you can you can reply to that, Josh, for sure. I mean, we're, we're, we're here to talk about No, Halo, you're good, man. Halo, I want you to keep going. Yeah, exactly. But I do want to get, first of all, I want to get you, I do want to get your impression. Have you, had you heard them say that before? No, I haven't. Okay. So what's your thoughts on that briefly? Like the, the concept of that idea? As I think whole. that opinion only exists because of what's, what exists. Like I, I think you can definitely tell stories without that. I think that's just the choices that have been made. And it's been honestly more on Disney's end. I mean, because episode one didn't have any of that. Episode two and three had clone troopers that are more or less stormtroopers. Yes. Well, you know, in the sequel but, trilogy, stormtroopers, and then you have solo had it. Rogue one had it, you no, know, you're, you're right, Josh, but still, still the prequels had Jedi lightsabers, you know, I mean, I yeah, if you're going out of that, too. Yeah, I guess I'm yeah. just thinking of a purely of no, that. No, I'm just I mean, saying yeah, that there's, there's you, typical you things that are expected. Stuff. You know, good versus evil, you know, light versus dark, force, you, like all that stuff's expected, right? Would you? Yeah, to an, ex- to an yeah. extent, I think, yes. I think but you I agree also, somewhat, but you're mostly like not as firm as they are, right? No, I just think, well, I, I just feel like some people are of the opinion, like if you do, if you go do some scoundrel movie you know some edge of the empire some like you know scum and villainy type movie people are still gonna be like 
they're gonna they're gonna harken back to that same excuse, you know. Okay. But I, yeah. I get it, and I don't. I so that's all. I'm. I'm. I'm the reason, this. yeah, the reason I brought that up, Josh, is because I'm watching Halo Legends, and Halo Legends came out for you, those of you who don't know, came out in 2010. So this is a time where Bungie still has the reins of Halo, but 343 is still is has become a thing, and they've started to to. Well, obviously, in 2010, they're already working on Halo 4, earlier stages of it. And they, they 343 are the ones that created Halo Legends. And Halo Legends doesn't show really anything that's not that's that's from the 343 era. It's mostly Bungie-era stuff. You see Covenant. You, see, you do see some detail on the Forerunners, which we're going to get into later. But when I'm watching Halo Legends... You know, Halo Legends is a compilation of different shorts that feature, like, ones like CG, ones very, like, anime Dragon Ball Z-like. There's, And then what would you say the duel was with the Arbiter, Josh? Kind of like a, a painted, almost, look? Yeah, from what I remember, it was almost like a... Uh, kind of looked painted. I can't think of the... Watercolor. I was watercolor, watercolor, yeah. There's all these different, like, yeah. art styles and themes for Halo, but they all feature the typical things we expect from Halo, Covenant, Energy Swords, you know, Mjolnir Armor, Spartans, Marines. And I just began to realize watching Halo Legends how the core identity of Halo and what most of us expect of Halo are those things, very much in the same way as Star Wars. When we think of Halo, we think of Spartans, we think of Marines, we think of UNSC. UNSC, yeah, I said that right. Um, you know, we think of pelicans and, and, and the Covenant and the Brutes and all that stuff. We think of those things. And I think, you know, when you when you get to Halo 4, we still see a lot of that, but we started to see, you know, we saw the Prometheans and we saw, you know, designs and artwork, art styles that was very different from Halo. And like Josh, you've talked about before how a lot of the orange coloring in, in Halo 4 is something you're not a huge fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, and Respect and, anyone else who feels otherwise. I just don't like it personally. Yeah, no, it's just a personal preference. Um, and, but Halo 4, it just, it did very new, bold things to the series. Um, some that were very welcome, such as the deep relationship between Cortana and Chief, but then it did, you know, like the Prometheans. Oh, God. The, the Prometheans, like, if you put a Promethean beside, you know, the Covenant or Marines or any of those other things, they kind of stick out like a sore thumb. Would you say that's fair, Josh? Yeah. Yeah, they don't yeah, really to blend. say the least. Yeah, they don't really blend in. Like, and, you know, like, like for instance, when, when Star Wars introduced new things, it was still within that encompassing familiarity. Like, you talked about the prequels. Like, yeah, like the the what do you call it? the Imperial droids or whatever in um, Phantom Menace? Are they Battle called droids. that? Or what's the that? Battle droids. Battle droids. My my fault. Yeah. I, no, I, you're good. I, I I apologize. I'm not trying to be that guy that's like um, actually the Imperials were there. Yeah. So those those droids weren't in the original, you know, Star Wars, but they're still in this universe. They're still Jedi. They're still the Force. Like it felt very fitting. But I feel like the the Prometheans and Halo felt very very different and. I, I'm I'm getting to a point with this. I just I'm not because I'm a big fan of Halo Four, and, and Josh also enjoys Halo Four. I'm not dogging, uh, you know, Halo Four or, or anything like that. I'm just speaking to the identity of Halo and what it's been known as for such a long time. And I and I feel like to wrap the, to bring this in and to get the discussion going, I feel like the statement Red Litter Media made about Star Wars 
on one hand is, is very true and on another it might not be, but I, I think it's very true that there's a lot of things we come to expect from Halo as a universe. There's a lot of things that to the core audience feel Halo. And I think that is the Covenant. I think that is the UNSC Pelicans, all, the thing, all that stuff. And when you look at like Halo Infinite's trailer, you see how they've mostly, at least thus far in, we haven't seen much of Infinite, but they've only given us what we very, the very core of Halo is. They gave, they gave us Master Chief in familiar armor. They gave us the Pelican. They gave us a Halo ring. They gave us classic sounds and the boot up of his armor. They haven't shown anything too far out there yet. So um, basically, to hand it over to you, Josh, I would say I think Halo has the same issue Star Wars does with you know all these things being very much what we expect of Halo. And then I also you mean like familiarity. The familiarity, yeah, the things we've come to expect. When we go to see a Star Wars film, we expect the Force. We expect Stormtroopers. We expect, you know, lightsabers. When we go to play a Halo game, we expect to fight the Covenant. We expect for there to be military. We expect, um, you know, emotional, emo deep emotional themes. You know, there's just lots of things that we've come to expect. So, But then I'll also say I feel like Halo 4 and somewhat 5... Um, have branched out away from their identity much more than Star Wars has so far. Would you say that's fair? Would you say Halo 4 and 5? Yeah, and bigger oh, I could, yeah. I could definitely say Yeah, that. so it's taking a leap. So, you know, I know I'm just going around and around here. I keep saying I'm going to pass over to Josh, but um, I guess what I want to talk it, about, what I wanted to ask Josh and have us start, start this discussion is, do you think there's a point there with the identity very much being in those core things and do you think for Halo to be successful moving forward, we need to kind of rest in those a bit? Or do you want to see more of the Halo 4 and 5 direction where it's really out of the comfort zone or a blend kind of? What do you think? Just give me your thoughts, Josh. Take it away. I think you should just go out of your comfort zone with that stuff for sure. Now, I get it in the Star Wars end of the spectrum of things that I don't per like. I love. I love everything Star Wars, you know, even the stuff I don't like, I'll, I still find a way to like it because of the source. I still love Star Wars, just like, you know, us with Halo and, and stuff. We'll find a, we'll find a way to like it. We'll find a way to find a pro and in in all the cons we might have with something. But I think at the end of the day, I get that on the Star Wars end because, you know, there's, it was just tied. The sequel trilogy was just tied so much to the OT trilogy and it didn't do enough to branch out and be its own thing. That actually felt like a continuation. It was more of a greatest hits. And then with Halo four and five, it kind of did the, the uh, something different. I feel where it kind of just tried to branch out in different territory, like you said. And I liked that. And even though I wasn't keen on Halo four at first, I came around to the campaign the story is amazing. It's so, th without a doubt. I think it's the most intimate Halo story we have Halo five whatever you feel about the story, they at least still try to take it in a different direction, you know? And I respect that, you know? And I mean, I don't know that whole red letter media thing. Like I'm not seeing the context. I'm only knowing what you're telling me, but just going off that alone. I, I don't agree with that because I, I, I only think that opinion can exist because of what we have. Like, I think you can definitely do stuff without that. Like, I think if you were to just ask me like, Josh, what if, you know, people made a game, that just focused on like insurrectionists and you're playing from the perspective of an insurrectionist on, you know, uh, reach or something like that. I don't know. Like I think it can still tell a story without having too much of that. Is Are people going to want to play that? No. Why? Because they want the familiarity in some sense. So that's accurate in one way. You do want to have a little bit of that, 
But at the same time, I don't think you, you can't go out of your comfort zone. I think people want to, you know, mm. I, well, what I do think, you think? I think by the nature of it, I think I'm going to agree with them a little bit more than you regardless, but maybe I haven't represented them properly. I don't think they're saying you can't create a great Star Wars. No, I don't get that impression. Either yeah. For, for okay. I think, I think they're just saying based on Star Wars, the state of Star Wars now, you know, what people come to expect, what with the large majority want what it continues to be is the same thing over and over again. You can't escape like, and you could argue like the Mandalorians escaped it a little bit, but I honestly if in my opinion I would say the Mandalorians very much still within that Star Wars bubble. It still has the stormtroopers, it still has the four You're right to an extent. I I would say that's half and half. And and going off of, of that perspective, yeah, I think they're right from yeah. from that outlook. Man, it's Mandalorian possible half and half to do something different. Here's the thing. I still feel like no matter what they do in these, if they are actually doing this sort of Knights of the Old Republic or Old Republic type storyline, High Republic, I'm sorry, High Republic era, um, there's still going to be people out there that find something to complain about with that and liken it back and say, oh, it's too For similar sure. to this or too similar yeah. to that. I, I think it was more of a statement than a complaint by them. But yeah, but I mean, to take it, so I'm just I'm showing like as an example. I'm getting a little biased here, probably. But well, that's OK. No, I mean, because Halo is on the trying not to be, though. Halo's on the other end of it here because I feel we both feel like they did really do something different with four. And I think it's weird because on one hand, I think four is the most different one, but it also maintains such a high quality. I think it's easy for me. Like five, five felt very different too, but five didn't feel as different as four. I just think it wasn't pulled off as well. So five's looked at a little more distastefully, obviously. I look at five as like a continuation of the difference, the different step that four took. If that makes sense. Yeah, that's that's fair. Like I don't feel like I, I completely agree with you in the sense it's not too much different yeah. from four, but I just feel like four put on a new pair of shoes and went down a different road. Yeah. And five was like, I'm gonna pick it up right up here. As you yeah, know, I just don't think couple, five like, couple miles the, ahead. I don't think five was the road anyone thought four was leading to, is a thing. Oh, yeah. I gotcha. But um, yeah, that's I guess fair. I guess here's because I'm just trying to be I'm just trying to be real and honest with you guys. I'm not I don't have any kind of agenda either way. I'm just going to tell you my legit feelings. And my legit feelings are, I'm a person who likes three four three. I'm a person who likes Halo four. I'm a person who likes Halo five. I'm a person who enjoys those games and thinks they're good. I, I freaking love Halo five. Well, he freaking yeah. I mean, especially I even I've even come uh, freaking believable. He's doing a thing right now. You're throwing my thought process off, Josh. That's okay. Um, Halo 5's multiplayer amazing. Halo 4 or Halo 5's campaign, I've actually come around to, to enjoying it for what it is. Halo 4's campaign, I love. So let me just get that out of the way and say I am somebody who's happy with those games. I enjoy them. Uh, you know, if we get something in the vein of a mix of Halo 4 and 5 for Infinite, I'm still going to end up liking a lot of that. And I really uh, admire that there's people out there whose favorite. Halo's Halo is four. Didn't Matt say his favorite was four too? Yeah. So that's Matt and Kirsty. Their favorite is four. So I think it, I think that's very deserving. I think they I, I I I feel for those people who want that kind of direction carried forward. But what I'm about to say, and after I, I just prefaced all that, is that after watching Legends and seeing all that familiar Halo stuff, what I really what I really want at my core right now from Infinite. I do want that classic Halo stuff. I want the Covenant. I want the Marines. I want, you know, a, a new discoverable Halo ring, you know. I I found myself, while watching Halo Legends, I found myself yearning for just that classic, you know, 
original trilogy era Halo. Like that's what I, you know, I love four and five and I would be, I would love infinite if it was a continuation of that stuff, which I mean, it is, but I just found myself yearning for that. I could, like seeing a brute, like a, 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 a Spartan fight, a brute and see, I see in like a, a prophet and a prophet leading the covenant. I'm like, man, you know, the prophets leading the covenant against the humans and this whole like lighting the rings thing and, and all that. It's, it's very much the core of Halo that you expect, much in the same way when you think of Star Wars, you think of, you know, the, the um, rebels versus the Empire, you know, you th in the Stormtroopers. You think of that the same way— I don't think of that, but I get you what don't? you're trying to—no, okay. I don't. What, what, but I'm, I, I, say that, well, I say that because I'm biased. Now, general audience, I think you're 100% okay. right with that. I'll I think that's that. what most people expect. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt you either, but yeah. No, that's fine. Um, so I'm just sitting here like I'm somebody who's going to be I'm always going to look for the positives because I'm a Halo fan just like you it's like if you don't like someone, something in Star Wars in another vein you do like it because it's Star Wars and you love Star Wars and that's how I am about Halo exactly yeah. but what I want is something that feels very us versus the Covenant whether that's the Banished and in Infinite or some kind of other sect and, and for all we know we might be fighting a new a entirely new species or, or new uh, faction but you know, I even go back to, you remember Bungie saying that, you know, once they wrote the flood into the script for Halo, even when they did Halo 2 and they did Halo 3, they kind of wanted to get rid of the flood. I don't know if you remember hearing them say that, but they did say that. No, I, think it was in a, I believe it, though. Yeah, I think it was in a behind the, some, one of their videos. They were talking about how they they wanted the flood out of the picture because they knew they weren't as much fun to fight as the Covenant. But because of the story they were writing, the flood just had to be there. They just it was part of the story now. There was no way to sense. write them out. So and then if you look at Reach, which is neither of our favorite we we love Halo Reach's campaign, but it's it's neither one of our favorite campaigns of all time. Mm -hmm. Reach is a Halo game where you fight just Covenant. In fact, it's the only Halo game in existence. Right? Where you well, no, ODST as well. ODST as well. How could we forget? Yeah, ODST and Reach, How you fight just we? the Covenant. And I think and I'm I'm a big fan of the flood, and I I would love to see the flood come back again, and I you know, but I think Halo's at its best. I miss the flood, yeah. Yeah, I think Halo's at its best when you're fighting the Covenant, mm -hmm. and I think that's very much the core. And what I want from Infinite is to fight the Covenant again. You know, I would just I would just love to fight them. That's 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 what I enjoy. Um, so I guess I'm admitting to being a part of the problem that is the people who want. Halo just to stay the same because I don't want Halo just to stay the same and ultimately I want 343 to do what they want but yeah dude I'm watching Halo Legends and I'm just yearning for that old stuff again w what do you feel you want from Infinite in that regard well more uh, just to comment first on your all, everything you said Brian like I get it man I think it, for me I kind of look at it as a different dichotomy between the two like Star Wars I feel like we've got so much familiar territory in the Disney era and while I enjoy it I yearn for the new territory that Halo kind of got with four and then five okay. as a sort Good of continuation. Point. However, I get that at the same time because I do personally prefer the Bungie era stuff, but I think three, four, three, I think their additions are things that I would not want to be taken away. You know, if I could have that option, you know, to hypothetically have Bungie do the next Halo instead, you know, I just wouldn't do it. I want three, four, three. I love the people there. And I, I actually, the multiplayer in Halo 5 is my favorite ever. And the story between Chief, or, Chief and Cortana, I've said this before so many times, but like in Halo 4, it's, that's what I wanted, you know, so so much for so long. So um, 
No, Brian, I mean, dude, I get it. I don't think I don't think that makes you like bad or anything for wanting like the familiarity and stuff like that. That makes sense. And by all intents and purposes, I think that's what they're trying to go for is to strike a balance. I guess of I, want, I want this new direction. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like Sorry. they're trying to strike a balance. Of, no, you're good. Of new direction versus familiarity and how can we sort of intersperse yeah. this? Because, you know, I mean, if, if you look at it like this, too, Halo 4 had the whole new territory in terms of uh campaign and multiplayer and halo 5 was like okay at least multiplayer you know we're gonna try to get back to yeah like we're gonna build off the halo 2 template right so i i feel like i've always felt like halo infinite is supposed to be this like conjoining of the two conjoin yeah this conjunction yeah dude i uh yeah see i think i think that's what i'm kind of saying it's like i want them to go in bold new directions but at the proper pace and even though I'm somebody who loves Halo 4 and, and, and wants Halo 4's existence to continue, you know, I want it to be around, 4 was kind of a big jump, you know what I mean? Like, they took a big yeah. leap. And maybe, like, for instance, if, uh, picture Halo 4, picture all the way they did character with Chief talking during dialogue and Chief and Cortana's relationship, and that was an advancement in itself, Correct. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Um, so like something like that and sprint and stuff like that, that right there would have been a, enough of a departure to 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 move it to go into bold new directions. But then they threw in like the Prometheans and all that stuff as well, which made made it seem like a big jump kind of. And it also new art direction and stuff as well. So maybe for like infinite, you know, take the things that they've done really well, like you know, the character development of Chief and Cortana, take the, you know, mobility enhancement, those kind of things. Those are the things I think moved Halo forward well. Wouldn't you agree? You know, yeah. Relationship, oh, absolutely. Mobility. Now, the things that are more like up in the air are, you know, the Prometheans as an enemy, the um, squad mechanics. The, the aesthetics, I would say. Too. The aesthetics. The re and obviously, that's already been corrected by Infinite. We've already seen that that's, that's gone more to a, a similar Halo feel. You know what? It's something yeah, just to say, add, add on real quick, that you guys uh, pointed out in the episode with uh, Kirstie and Jordan. Uh, dude, you mentioned the, the Halo 4 soundtrack. That is actually, I, I need to say it too, it's a very good soundtrack. It's just different. And you know what? As someone did I, who did I the Marty when I said you weren't a fan of it? No, no, no. You you did totally fine, and I I just I loved their opinions of it, and I just wanted to say like you know what like by all intents and purposes like it is ex like it's objectively good. Subjectively, I don't like it, but objectively, I totally respect it for what it is. I think the biggest problem I have is that first track that plays when you actually get to play as Chief again. I cannot stand it, and it just feels so underwhelming, and generic. Everything and, else that uh, comes after is like yeah, everything else that comes after is so epic and emotional. And so good, even though it's different, but it's that, it's that first one. I just put a cloud over everything. But, dude, you know what? Uh, when I say, as a broken record, that I just want them to give me whatever they want to give me and I'll enjoy it, the reason why I say that every time is because at the end of the day, I can sit here and point out things I want them to do. But in the back of my mind, this creates, uh, fosters this expectation yeah. that when I don't get it, then I'm like disappointed and underwhelmed. Or, or like it didn't deliver enough or I want more of for the next, like rather than just accepting it, what it is, I'm either like it wasn't enough or it was too little, you know, or, you know yeah. well, it's the same thing, but you know what I'm I saying? I'm on the like, same page as you. Ultimately, despite everything I say I want, 
I want three four three to make their game the way they want it. That's what I want because I want to play. I want to play their vision. Like I don't, you know, we get so caught up on what we all want. Like, do we just want? I mean, I mean, in a sense, we selfishly want our own version of Halo. Each of us want our own Halo made for us. But you know, it's cool. Let me ask you a question about this. Creatives have made. What's that? When do you feel like? When was the last time Halo wise that you didn't have expectations? Like, as an example, for me. The last time I remember having zero expectations was for Halo 2. The game came out. I didn't really know too much about Halo the story. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Because that's my first when Halo 3 was... Okay. You know? I mean, it, it basically was like this. You know, I didn't care about Halo at all. And then I've told the story before, so I'm not going to tell the whole story again. But I was at a friend's house, and I was like, hey, can I try Halo 2? And I popped it in. And, you know, the reason I said I wanted to try it was two reasons. One, I was bored. And two, I knew this game was a big deal. I didn't care mm -hmm. about it, but I knew it was a big deal. I started playing it, and I was like, you know, I see I see the stuff with the with the arbiter and him getting t uh, tortured and and sentenced, and I see the stuff with Chief, and I'm like, okay, I don't know, have any idea what's going on, but this is very interesting, and I start playing, and I'm like, okay, it's fun shooting these guys, you know, I'm enjoying this, and then there's a really cool cutscene with the giving the covenant back their bomb, and then where it really like cemented itself was I got my first vehicle, and I'm like, okay, everything I was seeing was pretty cool, but now I can like. Now I can drive around in vehicles and stuff, and like, mm -hmm. so then it really like it was awesome. <laughs> so then, yeah, yeah, so so it won me over there. But then Halo Three, obviously, biggest expectations in the world. You know what? You no, know it's not fair, Josh. I completely failed that question. ODST. I had zero. I was I was I was dating my first girlfriend. Oh, you're good. I wasn't paying attention. I was dating my first girlfriend, and ODST came out. I had no expectations. Hey, if you're going off that, man, I could say the same for Reach because I was dating my first okay. girlfriend. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I mean... No, but yeah, then those those things... Like, ODST, like, there's another example. That's, you know, I'm glad you asked this question. ODST uh, defied expectations by doing a hub world, by making you not a Spartan, by giving us a firefight multiplayer. Those are the kind of incremental things I like to see move Halo forward, Less than like, you know, like the Prometheans and the art style was a giant shock to the system for old, like old Halo fans. You know, it's a giant shock to the system. You know, things look different. Oh, yeah. these, these are way different than I. And that that's what I'm talking about is maybe that was a little too quick. You know, maybe we could have got something like Prometheans in time, but we got them. And I'm not trying to be fixated on the Prometheans. I just there's the easy thing to pick out, you know. Um, so, I'm glad you are, because normally I would. So. Yeah, <laughs> like you're 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 the bad cop and I'm the good cop. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm <laughs> I wouldn't you, say that. I don't mean that though. No, I get it, man. And like I said, I'm a big Halo Four fan, and I I enjoy fighting the Prometheans to an extent. Mm -hmm. um, I just think, um, you know, just watching all of that, like Halo, like I said, Halo Legends, it all flowed so well. Even though they're in different art styles, they're telling different art sto story. They're telling different stories. They all feature those things that feel really core Halo, and then, yeah. and when I, when I look, even now when I look at a Promethean, you know, I think, yeah, that's that's been in Halo's history now for eight years or so, but it just feels very out there, you know. No, what, you, what you're trying to say, just to summarize, I mean, pretty much is that if you look at a picture of Promethean and an Elite, you look at a, you know, if you look at the two, the Prome the Promethean isn't going to make you feel. Those Halo feelings. If you look at an Elite, you're going to feel those Halo feelings. Correct. Like, like the, yeah, the identity of Halo is in an Elite to me. But yeah. for a Promethean, it's not. Now, to play Devil's Advocate, for people like Kirsty who started with it, Prometheans are probably feel just as core Halo. Yeah, I would love to ask her that question, actually. Yeah. Like, because that, like you said, I mean, that's a very good point, you know? It's easy to look at this from the perspective of 
what well where we're coming from yeah. because we grew up with exactly you know it, but uh, just jumping in at some random point i don't know if i've ever done that with a game aside from witcher with witcher 3 see so and, and to your point too with like think about think about it. this exact thing happened with star wars mm-hmm. you know our parents knew the original trilogy then those pe- then the prequels came out and, and and at the time everyone's like these are garbage oh, i'm so glad you said this. This, this these are garbage these are there's no empire these are you know that's not what a Jedi would do. Midichlorians, you can't you can't explain the Force. The Force is not supposed to be explained. Blah 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 blah. All this stuff, uh, right? Yeah. All of that happened. I don't mind midichlorians because I'm just yeah I'm just throwing out the example. No 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 I yeah. know. All I of know. this happened going, going. because the generation who grew up with Star Wars, the originals, they said this isn't Star Wars. No no this is not Star Wars. When I look at when I look at uh, a stormtrooper, I think Star Wars. When I look at Jar Jar, that's not. There's no identity of Star Wars there. That's not my Star Wars. No, that's not that Star Wars. So I just like I'm playing heavy devil's advocate right now because I'm I'm literally criticizing myself because, you know, to people like you, Josh, and and to an extent me because obviously I grew up with the prequels as well. We look at the even though like I like the originals more. I look at Jar Jar. I look at droids. I look at midichlorians and I say yeah that's Star Wars because it was to us and for people like Kirsty or, or like kids who play in their first Halo played Halo 4 or Halo 5 they're saying Prometheans are Halo so there's this generational divide there that uh, that causes Absolutely. these debates and then more and then interestingly enough it's crazy how much Star Wars and Halo go together like this you now see the sequel trilogy Tried smiling. to tried to the sequel trilogy tried to correct quote unquote correct what happened with the prequels, and now what did that foster? That fostered a disdain for just doing the same thing over again. Now Halo Infinite, it's in that same position now, isn't it? They could go either way. They could end up doing what the sequel trilogy does and just have us fight a covenant all over again. And at the end of Infinite's storyline, we could see people saying the same thing. Man, I missed the originality of Halo 4 and 5. I missed that new stuff. It's too bad we had to retread the same material. Well, but it's gonna... Or they could be smart, and they could take... they could, Like you said, we were saying earlier, they could take the good things of the original Halo and some of the new stuff and blend it and go forward naturally, which is what we all hope, right? Go ahead, Josh. I was just going to say, I think a year out from, this, from Infinite being released is where it's going to get interesting because... Star Wars had the prequels, which by all intents and purposes, no matter what you feel, even if you hate them, they're original. Yep. They tell an original story. They, they take original elements. Like they take original five. chances and risks. So then at that point, going into the sequel trilogy, it could have gone either which way, right? Mm-hmm. Could have been more original stuff. Could have been more same old, same old. It was same old, same old. Most people, I think general audience, I'd say 60-40 didn't favor it. So, But there are people that love it. Totally respect. Actually, that. I would say I, I, would I love say it too. mainstream audience. I would say many more people like the sequels and prequels. Yeah, I'm more so specifically mean like people within the fandom. But uh, on the fandom, yeah. Yes, on a, in a general sense, dude, I'd probably say like 80 20, probably. Yeah, like, yeah. For sure. I think, I think, for and that's sure. what matters to but, Disney. Yeah, now with Halo, they're in the interesting position of having done both. However, we're now at the, the, the tipping point where it's going to go. You know, is this going to go into familiar territory? Is this going to go like back into like let's say Bungie era almost, or is this going to go continue to be a more of a three four three centric type new direction, or is it going to be a blend of the two? I keep feeling like it's a blend of the two. Yeah, I know most people get that vibe that it's going to be like that soft reboot, and I'm a little I get a little worried when I hear that. You know, because I, I just I don't I want okay to circle back. I'm sorry, I will pass it over to you, but just to rant for a moment, like. 
I, I'm wary of the soft reboot stuff. I'm open to it. But at the same time, we're getting so oversaturated in the market with these sort of rehashes of stories that I'm, I don't feel like there's a balance enough of original stories. And they're, they're out there. They're still happening. But like when they're good, in some ways, I almost feel like an argument can be made that some of them are getting over-celebrated because they're so in the minority now, mm-hmm. you know? Like, let's say, let's say, um, and I haven't seen Joker, but just as an example, people seem to love that movie. It seems to be the general consensus. It's very good. Yeah. I'm sure I'm totally going to enjoy it when I watch it. But maybe, by all intents and purposes, maybe it's not as good as people would normally say it is if we had more of a, a original films like that as opposed to let's try to do what the MCU is doing or let's try to do a reboot of this. Let's try to do a sequel of that, you know, and I'm totally going off the deep end here. But my point is, is that with Halo, like it's at a point just to bring it back where it could go either which way. And I think regardless of what people's reactions are, when this game comes out, because we're, we're going to be all over the place, right? As we, we as we mentally assess mm-hmm. going through this. I mean, you're you're someone, Ryan, who will play through the campaign like two or three times before you like take a little break from it, right? Yeah. You know, where you just kind of like you're going through it. You're just figuring it out, how you feel about it. You have those first impressions and everything. But then after a year out, it starts to settle in. You know, if this is like completely original, are we actually going to like it? Is it going to be deserving of being good? Because it's like very original or is it just because we we we're so used to all this like remasters remakes and all this kind of stuff you know what i'm getting at i know it's kind of all around but yeah i think i think it's fair i think we need to clarify this right now there is no objective wrong direction for them to go there's no objective wrong direction you have people in the community like i'm throwing out a name here missa red 24 right is it the last yeah yeah she so cool correct me if i'm wrong her favorite Halo is 5. She loves Halo 5, yeah. And if it's not her favorite, she adores that game regardless. But I yeah. think it is her favorite. Um, we've talked about Kirsty. Her favorite's 4. These people love these two games. They get criticized a lot. 5 more than 4, for sure. And they would love to see continuations of those things. Uh, yeah. And then you have people who think everything 343 has touched is bad. And they would just like to see Halo Infinite be a carbon copy of what we saw uh, with Bungie. Uh, and then there's some people out there who want to see something completely new. They don't want it to be anything like 4 or 5 or the original trilogy. They just want something completely wild. All of those things are valid. None of those, like 343 didn't make a mistake if they choose any one of those options. Like sales numbers or multiplayer population. Uh, you know what? I, I, I think I see what you're, trying to, yeah. what you're trying to get at. And you know what, Brian? Dude, I'm with you. I, I pretty much tip or tat agree with you, dude. Like, I want. I always want at least a little bit of kind of like the old Halo feeling, mm-hmm. and I don't quite get that one four and five. And I don't think it needs it. I no, want to be there's, clear. There's no right. I don't think it needs it. But as an example, in Halo Five, they have the the monks. You know, at the beginning, you hear that theme and stuff. But that's really the. I think you. You know, the grunts have a little bit of a humor. You know, sense yeah. of humor again. Other than that, I don't really get that much. And I would want more than that. Mm-hmm. If I was to get that, but I also want I it's the only thing that's gonna maybe it's because I'm a Libra or something like I don't know dude, but like I want the balance of it mm-hmm. like because I don't I don't necessarily I guess want it to be completely a new thing and uncharted territory that they haven't done. It's just I don't really go along with the people who say, well, I think a lot of people who say they don't like Halo everything three four three does is bad. 
I think it's because they just want to play Halo 1.5, yeah. Halo 2.5. You know, they want new versions of their beloved games, and I just don't think that's the right way to go about it. Yeah, and I, I think I think we can, and I think we're just as guilty of this as anyone else. You can get selfish with a thing, you know, like it's Definitely. not it's not all about us. Like no, you can covet and get incredibly yeah. biased. Like Halo Infinite isn't made for Brian Arvett. It's not made for Josh Hargis. It's made for the Halo fandom, and that has a slew of opinions. Like you look mm-hmm. at uh, the Rise of Skywalker for uh, an example. I saw there's a lot of people out there who hate that movie. There's a lot of people out there who like it, but were very disappointed. My father, who went to see the original Star Wars movie in the theater when he was five years old, he came out of Rise of Skywalker and said that was a perfect ending to the nine films. Now, there may be plenty of people listening to this who really liked Rise of Skywalker. I'm someone who really liked Rise of Skywalker. Would I say it was anywhere near a perfect ending to nine films? Not even remotely close. But my dad was emotional. He thought it was great. Now, is he wrong? No. There's probably someone listening to this who goes, yeah, he's totally wrong. <laughs> no, he isn't wrong. He His was, opinion is just as valid. Yeah, he's somebody who got everything he could have wanted out of that, and I'm so happy Absolutely. for him. And, yeah. and that's going to happen with Infinite. There's going to be people who play Infinite. It's the best Halo they've ever played. There's going to be people who play it, and they're gonna. it does not matter how good Infinite is. There's going to be someone who says it is garbage. There's going to be someone who says it makes Halo 5 look like the best game ever made. There's going to be a person for everything. And we cannot be selfish when we, you know, are, are looking forward to a game because, well, I mean, you can be. I mean, I'm not here to tell anyone what they can and can't do. Feel free to be selfish. I, I get selfish all the time. But the fact of the matter is, Halo Infinite is going to come out. It's going to please some. It's going to it's gonna make people hate it. Some people are going to hate it. And we just got to realize, like, that's not, the game is not made for us. And we need to, like, <laughs> Once again, I, I feel bad when I say we need because I'm not telling anyone to do anything. But for me and Josh personally, we need to cherish that other people get enjoyment out of things that we don't. And we need to be happy that we get enjoyment out of things that other people don't. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like it's, it's hard. You go on the Internet and it, it yeah. can make you – it can turn you, your, your, the part of you that loves something, into someone who feels like you have to defend it. And then on the opposite end of things, it makes you feel like you can't have a voice. You know, it, it sucks when it, when it's in those situations. But like, just like you said, the polar opposite of me with people regarding Halo 4, people Halo 5, like in terms of aesthetics, Prometheans, uh, Kiersey's, you know, that being her first experience and stuff like that. Like her opinion, people that have the same opinion or experiences as her are just as valid, if not more, because they have a fresh take on it with no expectations coming forward, you know? And that's the most important thing. I think it boils down to expectations. Where do you set them? And we don't we don't realize, but we're always doing that. And that's the biggest yeah. part. You just have to get out of your head. And like, it ruins ultimately, things for us. Ultimately, the reason why, and I mean, I can totally do it at any point in time. I can say what I want out of Halo Infinite. I can say what I hope they don't do. I have those thoughts, but I just try not to focus on it because... I don't want to get to a point where I'm playing the game and as I'm playing it, I'm like waiting for something I want to happen yeah. to happen. And then it doesn't. And I'm like, I get mad. Like, or oh, this frustrated. is the scene where the didiac shows up and then he does it. Yeah. Like, oh, Cause you know what? Fuck. A perfect example of that. And I, it, this is where I can admit where I messed up was when last Jedi happened and Luke is there on crate with his lightsaber and he's about to fight Kylo. And I look over at my friend Alex and I'm like, Oh my God, dude, this is like 30 years in the making. Like, Oh my God, we're about to see like grandmaster Jedi, like fight. And he didn't ever 
duel with his lightsaber and destroyed and i was just (laughs) i was stupefied and i walked out and had that identity crisis and was like what's going on but a lot of emotion those things and it's cool yeah so but it's also yeah but now (laughs) now i can look at last jedi with an open mind and i'm like you know what ultimately it's it's still my you know least favorite star wars film but or, or one of the one of the you know lower end but like i i think there's so much good to it and that's because I'm looking at it from a point of no expectations and accepting it as it is. That's a hard thing to do, but when you do it, you get to enjoy stuff so much more. Yeah, I, I feel bad that we're not. We haven't mentioned Jordan near as much as Kirsty, but she's literally the example of someone who came in late. Oh, well, dude! Shout out to Jordan because, dude, you mentioned one time about it'd be cool if we ever did a multiplayer centric episode, and that's something I want to do soon, man. I just haven't. Yeah, Josh has been talking talk about, about it yet, about, but so yeah, so I, dude, and, and you were you were the sole reason, buddy. So I've been I've been having you in the back of my mind as I'm doing this. Yeah, Brian, dude. Brian can see me dancing right he now. Is. Josh is dancing. I'm right very now. excited about it. I love the multiplayer. It's, he's moving so fast, so cool. it's like blur on the screen. So good. Overkill. Um, and Jordan's been really, uh, dude. He's been like killing it with like uh, responding to people in the in the. Twitter. Jordan's amazing, dude. Yeah, he needs he's, to get, he's got like twenty two followers, man. We need to pump them rookie numbers up. Yes, because Kirsty's like one eighty. She's sailing into the. She's looking back at at her husband. She's going, babe, catch up. What are you doing back <laughs> there? I'm running and you be crawling. So we got to get his numbers up there. If you if you people if you guys on Twitter. You've seen some of the, like the clay stuff that Kirsty does, um, and you like that. You think she's cool. You need to get her husband Jordan Shipley. You need to add him on there. He can't do the clay stuff. He showed me one of his. Yeah. He showed me one of his clay figures, and guess what? It was it looked it was a monstrosity. The one that Jordan did. It looked like some weird little creature. No, I'm just making it up. He never tried. Weird little creature. But he said he's not artistic, <laughs> and I'm not either. So I, I can believe it probably wouldn't be that great. But he's a cool dude. You need to get him. What, what's that? You got to start. absolutely, you dude. Handle? If you guys want to follow him, yes. Okay. It's at Cali Chief Nerd. So definitely, definitely do that. If he, if he doesn't amazing. have at least fifty followers by the next episode, I'm gonna be very upset. So get dude, on. They're the, the last name's Shipley, correct? Yeah, yeah, Shipley. Yep. They need to be like immortalized in like Halo Infinite or something like that. Just it's crazy how much we've talked about them on this episode. It was not. I love them, man. I'm, I'm this, fans this of them. This would be called like the Shipley episode epilogue. <laughs> No. Well, I love the people in our community, dude. Like yeah. genuinely, like it's so easy for people to just say it's that. Cool, but like, we're making friends, you know. Matthew, Missa. I mean, I can I can just name off so many people, and it's just everyone's so amazing and so nice, dude. And it, I never, I just, I never used to have that, man. I never. It was just the friends around me, and it was just that was all I knew. And occasionally we'd be eating somewhere and like a pizza joint or something, and someone we someone would get pulled into the conversation or whatnot. But like. It's cool to see it, man, and it's enlightened me so much to like Halo 4 stuff, and that's why I brought up the Halo 4 soundtrack, because it's like, you know what, yes, objectively, um, or subjectively, I'm not a fan of it per se, but objectively, like, I can recognize it's good. That's two separate things, and I can recognize that because other people feel that way. There's going to be multiplayer. We This is something we talked about so much regarding Infinite, and we, we, we've always just waxed whether or not the multiplayer is going to harken back to OG Halo, classic, you know, Bungie Halo, or is it going to be more of an evolution of Halo 5? And you know what? We've already said what I want. Brian's already mentioned what he wants. Uh, it's old hat now. But that being said, whatever it ends up being, honestly, I, if it's something I don't like, I'm going to be able to come around to in love. Like, if it is more classic or if it's some gelling in between, it'll be fine. Like, I can go back and... Yeah, like, it'll be fine. Like, will I have little bits of gripes and stuff? Sure, but, like, it's not going to ruin my fun. It just isn't. I'm just past that point. 
Okay, Josh, what I want to do with it, because we're, we're, we're aiming for about 90 minutes on this episode, guys. We're going to, I got two more topics I want to bring up, then we'll go into questions. Um, so, yeah, we're, this conversation is inspired by us rewatching Halo Legends, and the questions at the end are going to be about, or the question and answer at the end is going to be about Halo Legends. But we're not doing it just as proper as like a full rewatch and dissection. So, in the future, we could potentially do an episode where we really it dissect will the episode. At- Another time. Yeah. So this is mostly just like we watched it. We were we we got a lot of yeah. thoughts after watching it, and we just kind of want to um, just talk about that. But if you guys were expecting like a full, um, you know, breakdown of that, maybe in the future, probably not right now. Um, so the next thing I want to talk about from and this is from Legends that got me because you know, as a whole, Legends got me thinking about you know uh, originality in Halo and the core concepts of it. But one of the thing I want to mention was you know the origins one and two. From Legends, yeah, yep. Like, yeah, I remember didn't that. didn't that really like? I was watching that and I was thinking, man, this was a really good like softball for three four three, showing the direction they were taking the series next, because that's very obviously what they did. They show Cortana um, on the pedestal outside of Chief, a familiar face, yeah, and they and they're her her thinking and talking, and she tells us about the Forerunners, and mm-hmm. they were very much softball setting this up for what their future games were going to look like. It was going to have to do with the Forerunners. And I loved the Origins 1 and 2 sections of, yeah. of Legends. I Absolutely. thought they were really well I done. I loved the armor design of the uh, Forerunners in that. And um, I, I, don't, I don't blame them for going the direction they went because if you were trying to go into new exciting territory for Halo, Josh, and you were them, didn't Forerunners seem like a very like ripe for the taking direction to go definitely I mean, was, if i'm not going off there. like any book stuff which yeah. there's so much i haven't read you know but it, 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 yeah i think that was what people were most curious about mm-hmm. yeah so it seemed like the logical choice to kind of touch upon that yeah there was so much unexplored there and i think yeah especially the terminals in halo 3 as well i mean yeah uh, that was a didactic yes exactly so um yeah. i think there was so much there and what they set up with Legends and Greg Bear's novels and then Halo 4 as a game, I think they were headed in a, a fantastic direction. You know, I'm someone who said before that I, I really, you know, at some point in time, and there's a common misconception that Bungie always planned for the Forerunners to be humans and that 343 came in and changed it. That's not true. It's been debunked several times um, during the development of the original trilogy, there was ideas for the foreigners to be humans. There was ideas for them to be something else. It went back and forth. Different people shared different ideas. And eventually you get to Halo 3. And Halo 3 was kind of a mixture of both because Halo 3 has very clear things in it that say um, foreigners are a different race. And then there's also moments where they very clearly seem to be human. And then, then like there's the book Contact Harvest that came out right along Halo 3 where it basically confirms foreigners are humans. But the game... Uh, but Halo 3 itself, the terminals confirmed that there's something different. So, And the Iris campaign that went with that. But we've been over that before and all that jazz. But what I'm basically saying is is that um, the Forerunners were something very interesting for 343 to take forward. And I think they planned, they did a very, very good job all the way up to Halo 5. Would you agree with that, Josh? Like everything. Because yeah. like Halo 4, like it took all the extended material... And then it, it also brought the Forerunner conflict into the games properly. 
and I really felt like they had a really good direction going there for something new. It was different than Bungie, but it was a really interesting story to take forward. Like I said, I think, you know, especially with the Chief and Cortana thing, like I've said before, that was something I always wanted. And I think with the Forerunner stuff, I think ultimately they just took Halo in their direction. We more or less wanted, mm-hmm. you know, we always wanted from yeah. the Bungie era. Not that, not that the Bungie stuff was missing something, but it was just it moving natural, forward. You know? Correct. But then I think that's where 5 threw everyone for a loop because, you know, you saw what kind of story Bungie was telling, and then you saw 343 come in, and they made Halo 4, and it seemed like you understood. Like, when you beat Halo 4 and you read the extended material, you felt like you very clearly saw a path that they were heading in for their, their trilogy at the time. Now it's a saga. And then you play Halo 5, and it seemed to kind of abandon a lot of those concepts, and I think that really threw a well, loop. I think the reason why is because Halo 5 is more of a sequel to Spartan Ops than it is Halo 4. I agree with that 100%. I don't think I'm wrong on that. It's written by the same guy as well. Yeah. You know? And you know what? I think Spartan Ops' story was still great, but I think it's a story that you could have easily had in the background yeah, as a subplot for sure. to Halo 5. And, and you know, Halo I mean, itself feels like other people might not might feel differently. And like I said, there's there's people out there that, you know, we've said it before, people out there that love Halo 5 story, and we don't want to poo-poo all over that. I totally respect that. Those opinions are just as valid. I'm just saying that, like, well, just it seemed, pretty well, much Jordan together. just said it on the, the last episode. Like, that story as a whole, Halo 5, it only progresses and the three levels with Chief, really. The rest of it's just filler to get to those moments. You know what I mean? Like, the, the whole entire story, like, the story of Halo 5 that really matters is what Chief did in those three missions. And then, obviously, Osiris matters as well, but it all culminates in those three. You know, it all leads back to Genesis and Cortana, like, sending the Guardians out. So Yeah, no, I think that's a fair perspective. Yeah. But again, you know, that's not us trying to poo-poo over that. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm at the point now where I really enjoy playing Halo 5's campaign. You know, it's, it's, it's my I, least dude, favorite the one. The quality is so good. And, it's, yeah, know. it's great gameplay. It's got great moments. It's beautiful. You know, I, I love saying Helios. I just I love saying Helios so much. But So good. Um, so good. They could have went so wrong, and they nailed it. Yeah. I wondered that as a kid so much, Brian. I've never said that on the show, but I always wondered, like, what their home planet looked like because we know what Earth looks like. It, what it's, looks it's, like. Just, it's as good, if not better, than I expected. Absolutely. So they knocked out of the park there. Yep. Um, but I yeah. say that a lot, but I 100% agree. Yeah. So, I mean, basically, like, to bring to bring the Legends, like, just the stuff that spurred conversation from Legends to a close, really the two things I took away from rewatching Legends was, you know, the core identity of Halo and then also seeing what Siege 343 was planning for their stuff. And I think they did a really good job of that. Um, you know, just, just to go over, just to give a brief, brief summary, like I said, we're not doing justice to a complete... This isn't like a Legends retrospective or something. If that's something you guys want, you know, in a longer, more detailed episode, you let us know and maybe that something could happen eventually. But, um, you know, we both really enjoyed Origins 1 and 2. Um, I was fascinated by, I think, and I had it pulled up on my phone. I'm not sure if I still do, but the one that's got the the girl Spartan going back to meet yes. Flash clone. Is that called the package? Mm-hmm. That's not the package, is it? No, I think that's the one. Homecoming. Homecoming. Yeah. It's called Homecoming. That is amazing dude that that emotionally resonated with me pretty they did a really good job pulling off the emotions there because she goes back and she's like it's like she's escaped but she knows she can't be the same anymore and seeing that flash clone that's like like lifeless but at the same time almost seems to be happy it's just it just really helps you feel how sick it it was of halsey to do yeah you can start to see the sort of transitioning between the more humor light side yeah 
of the Bungie era transitioning into seriousness there, yeah. the the more seriousness, which which is good. It's yeah. good. I didn't like it at first, and I'm like now I'm like man, it's so nice to have the balance. It's just crazy dude, to imagine what the the Flash cloning stuff, dude. That's that's dark. It really is. Dark. It's super dark. Uh, so dark. So yeah, I loved that. Um, let's see. We had Origins. Let's see. The, oh, the package was like the CG. That's the one Chief one. With Chief and stuff. Yeah. That one, like, I'm a mixture when I watch that one because I'm like, on one hand, it's really cool, but on the other hand, I think it's kind of corny. You know. I'm biased. I can fully admit to being biased because it's Chief. Yeah, you you could even see in the package like the one one seven on his chest that we've talked about before, which I think we've, we're really starting to come around to that more. Yeah, um, it's been in. Ser- I, I, I just like it, I think man. I like it. I just like it. Yeah, dude, know? it's like it's like I was saying before, like yeah. how like if I'm in multiplayer, I, I think that'd be cool to have. I can have my service tag yeah, right there. Exactly, so cool. See, you guys have seen if you've listened to all these episodes over time, you've seen Josh and I's mind actually change the other way, and now we're we're fans of the one one seven. We're beginning to uh, believe. I think talking about it helped us to accept it. It did. Um, it did. But that was cool. So uh, let's see. We did. So what other ones from Legends were there? It was the Babysitter. Do you recall that one? Uh, summarize it. That one is the four uh, ODSTs. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, the squad. Let's see here. Uh, it's hard for me to remember the titles as much as it is. It was just cool seeing. It was cool seeing. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Spartan save an ODST in that one and then I liked the line that I think was the funniest from that was uh, remember the ODST was like the Spartan was holding the ODST and he's like put me down I'm not crippled <laughs> and then and then the uh, the other ODST says to him he's like he's like if you bitched any louder the, the covenant would be here for sure or something like yeah. that so I like the humor in that um, I just like the uh, I really like the style of, of the because it was kind of the same style as Odd One Out of the animation, which Odd One Out is probably my least favorite, which I know is some people's favorites, because it's got that ridiculous Spartan, Spartan uh, like one three three seven, like Spartan leads. Mm-hmm. And do you remember this one where he like fights the dinosaur? <laughs> I that this it's, one I'm blanking on. No, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like uh, it feels like Dragon Ball Z kind of, but like Cortana and Chief are up in a ship and they're like almost review like paint they're like reviewing the spartan and he's acting like a complete idiot and he meets some like weird children and stuff it's it's bonkers i don't know not it's not canon or anything but i don't know it's like he this spartan thinks he's really cool but he fails at everything. i gotta rewatch that one specifically yeah like i said guys uh we're just kind of giving a quick browse over we just watched it real quick and we're not uh you know getting real detailed but anyways guys halo legends is an awesome collection i'm so glad it exists uh when we get to that question here shortly many of you expressed you would like a volume two of halo legends we definitely would as well um it was great josh any final thoughts on legends no it's just something i would want to talk in more detail about sometime but yeah it was cool for me um i don't crazy know how a old lot it of... is now it's 10 years old yeah that's crazy um uh, nice, nice, different style of animation for like everything. It was just a cool collection, you know. I put it off for the longest time because when I was younger, I just was not into anime, and yeah, that was my initial thoughts. And there's so many different kinds of animation in there. And nowadays, I enjoy some anime. So yeah, yeah, no, it's it's uh, very cool. Last uh, last topic I have before we get into questions. Very short topic. Josh and I are super stoked because for the first, it'll be a little over a year later. In March, I am hosting a Halo 2 LAN party. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It's going to be so good. In Illinois. So- and for all of uh, 
all of uh, my friends and family. And, and I'm uh, one of those friends. Yeah, it's going to be, it's, gonna be <laughs> I, it's, it's been about a yearly thing now that I throw a Halo 2 LAN party. You may be asking why Halo 2. My reasoning is we would love to do a Halo 5 one, but because of split screen, it's kind of a big issue. Um, Halo 4 and 1 aren't fan favorites for for uh, LAN parties usually because 1's not as competitive and 4 obviously you know has some some issues there. And then uh, that, leaves, that leaves 2 and 3, and I think... If I'm honest, I think two usually gets picked. One, I think it's a bit more competitive, and two, it's just my favorite one, and I, th- I feel like most of my friends are very nostalgic for it. Yeah, um, you know, so. I like Halo 3 multiplayer uh, probably more than two, but I love it because of two, yeah. and I just feel like three is a bit more... It's just it's competitive, too, but it's, a, it's more on the casual side where I can just play for fun, whereas when we do LAN parties, I want to play competitively even though I'm going to have fun if I get my butt yeah. whooped. So I want to play Halo too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be at least big enough to have full sixteen player matches, and we're gonna have tons of TVs, pizza, soda, all the the horrible things you need to have a great. We doing time. Casey's pizza. Oh, dude, I want Casey's hell. pizza. Oh yeah, we're doing some. That was a great we're, choice. We'll, we'll get some great pizza. Um, tons of soda. We're gonna play all day long. It's gonna be all day event. Um, see, I live. Uh, at the moment, I live far away from Josh, so we're gonna. The meeting place is gonna be my parents' house. My parents are are so cool that they decided they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna leave their house to me. I'm gonna set up their house for land party. You know, it doesn't matter how many rooms it's gonna take, cords everywhere, whatnot. We're gonna set up a huge land party in the house to have the total have the, this big two story house to ourselves. Everyone's gonna come over. It's gonna be a big awesome event. Uh, I've considered having some kind of of live stream of it. I don't think that's going to happen. Probably not, but there's probably going to be some videos. Some co- We're going to throw out some content while we're doing that LAN party. It's going to be awesome. Definitely. We're going to make sure we share that with you guys because, uh, man, LAN parties are just the best. we got to do an episode on LAN parties sometime. Um, dude, I'm there for that one. Dude, we got to make it happen. <laughs> I can't dude, miss that. Back, back early on in the Sacred Icon Halo days, which I say that it's just funny because we're only like four back months old. Back in the early days. But I, I shared that video of one of our old LAN parties, dude. It got mm-hmm. like 5,000 views. People are yeah, all about that. that. LAN yeah. parties are just, you can't beat I just LAN saw that party, on a whole, like I follow a wholesome meme page on Facebook. And I just saw that on my timeline today. On a wholesome meme page that's completely unrelated to Halo, has a picture of, we need to bring LAN parties back, and it's oh, yeah. every, all these TVs with the Halo 2 loading screen on it. There's nothing like it. And I like thought, it. man, yeah, I'm so excited for that. I'm so pumped. I can't wait for that. Um, every time I've gone to these things, there's just this moment where Brian kicks into this hyper gear, or he'll start asking these wild would-you-rather questions. It had other people laughing that have never met him, and it was just so cool. And then when he sometimes... <laughs> Sometimes he will sing, and it's ridiculous. Like, I'm usually the one that sings when it's at these Halo LAN parties. Brian, like, his hyper side oh. comes. I don't know how to explain it, dude, but it, I get it crazy. Just, if you people guys get pulled into it, and it's just so funny to be a fly on the wall for it. If you guys think, if you guys are surprised by how many Halo questions I come up with daily, just, just imagine once the the boundary of Halo isn't there, how many questions I can come up with, and they are pretty crazy and outlandish sometimes. Uh, but I won't Part of the reason we wanted to do this show, because yeah. we would always have these conversations at LAN parties or just hanging out. Yeah. And it was just... Basically, yeah, that's the thing. Like, you know, some 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 podcasts, some shows out there are really, really structured and, and really try to give this professional vibe. And obviously, we would love to be as professional as possible. We try to have the best sound and... and 
the best candor, I think is the right word. But honestly, guys, we just think that we have so much love and passion for Halo and so much hype. And Josh and I have a really cool friendship. And we just want this show is our friendship brought to the main brought to the public. We want you guys to be a part of it because we have a dope time talking about it, hanging out. We want you guys to hang out with us. You know, uh, we, lo- we love getting hyped <laughs> about Halo. So, yes. yeah, that's where I'm at. Josh, you want to – I'm going to go into this question. Go question and answers. Sound good? Oh, go for it, man. Go for All it. All right. So the question I asked was – or we asked, I should say. On February 16th – goes to you for that, buddy. Well, I made the question, but we are Sacred Icon Halo. It is a we team. We are – yeah. The same blood flows through our veins. No, it doesn't actually. We're not, we're not related or anything. Um, <laughs> on February 16th, 2010, Halo Legends was released. This collection of short films was an original step into the universe many of us came to love. Origins 1 and 2 were personal favorites of ours, but there was so much to love. Would you enjoy a second Halo Legends collection? The first response I chose was from at Lover Prequel. Um... Is that a Star Wars reference? This is uh he used to go by his main name used to be Prequel Lover. We had him on before on the, okay. the questions. He says, "Absolutely." I like that. As both a huge fan of anime and Halo, it was a dream come true, and it's how lore should be done. Interesting side stories and elaborating on parts of the universe without being required to understand the story of the games. Yes, dude. Yes. Totally, man. We love Side stories Kiersey that and Jordan too presented a compelling argument as to why, like she she disagreed how oh, some yeah, of the yeah, stuff yeah. is like required reading and stuff like that. You know, and I, I I respectfully disagree with that. But her opinion, she knows more about lore than I do, so I, her opinion, if anything, carries way more weight than mine. And I totally respect that she made that so is many a good, good points. That is a good counter, though, Josh, because because I'm I share exactly. the same I share the same opinion with Kirsty about Halo Four. I've never thought you needed the extended material that much to understand it. Mm-hmm. I think it's been way blown, like overblown how bad that is. I do think it's fair for five. I definitely think you yeah. for five. For if, if you want to get nitpicky, like I think you guys are definitely right about that kind of But thing. then for you, Josh, I you like you came around to Halo 4 more because I explained the lore and background stuff. So you're a good counter argument that, yeah, some people really did need that. So. Yeah. It's not not. Yeah, I don't think any which way is right, but like, yeah, yeah, I mean, definitely. So like, I like I like the stuff being supplemental, so I can play the games and I don't have to read that stuff. But then it's there if I want to like compliment. I was gonna say actually just real quick the the we because we've just we've talked about this so many times, dude. Some one of the problems Star Wars has right now in the the media outside the films and the shows is that the books stories feel very unimportant like they're they're epic unimportant and, yeah but they feel unimportant and people are starting to in the community are starting to crave like stories and characters that are going to matter and might show it's, up it's in the a film. hard balance to make it, it is because with halo it feel required it's the opposite in some senses yeah. right where you have really good epic stories with characters in there i mean buck becomes a spartan in a book that's pretty huge yeah so and then like the characters from odst you find out what happens in what is it bad blood or is it new blood, it's uh, bad blood. i think it's bad blood yeah he dies <laughs> yeah so i mean it's and that's a bummer but they're just trying to figure it out so anyway yes i completely agree with what uh, yeah you said. at lover um, prequel Great question, or a great answer, I should say. Yeah. Um, Legends is a good example, like of of sharing stories in the universe without making them required. So uh, yeah. definitely, and like I said too, Kiersey is even even makes a good, compelling argument for that stuff too. So definitely. 
Uh, next one we have is from I like I, I've said this before on the podcast. Don't have the uh, hand the handles cut off, but I'll make sure you're mentioned. Uh, just another random gamer. Halo Legends not makes random me, to me wish not to either of us. Halo Legends makes me wish for a full blown Halo animated series. Too bad it doesn't look like we're gonna get one anytime soon. Maybe not soon, but never say never. I believe. Well, I don't believe. I, I pretty much know. You know, Microsoft created three four three. They're in this for the long haul. We're gonna get the reception to that. What's that? What was the reception to Legends? Like, I actually haven't ever looked Mm -hmm. into it. I don't really know. I feel like critically it was pretty well received, but I know for me as a let's see when that came out, 2010, I was 18. As an 18 year old who like you know grew up with the original trilogy, I thought Legends was so different. It was kind of odd to me. At first, I was. I didn't see it when it came out for those listening. So. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was very different. So I thought, I don't know how I feel about this, but I think uh, if if the Twitter is anything to say about it, Legends is very loved nowadays. Okay, that's um, good. That's but good. I think we will see a Halo animated series one day, provided Halo maintains its popularity, and there's no reason why it shouldn't. Yeah, I would love to. It's just gonna take time, guys. You gotta think about how huge Halo is, and like I know three four three put out their first Halo game eight years ago, but. Mm-hmm. You know, just game development itself is a lot, and then they got to man- manage the franchise as a whole. And you got books and comics and shows and movies. It's it's a lot. So I, I think definitely we'll want that. quality over quantity right now. For sure. Like, for let's sure. focus on making Infinite a good game, and then go from there. They're they're but more yes, managing. I love that idea. They're more managing the Halo Empire than Bungie was. Bungie was more games, and Three Four Three is more games and everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So which is great. Uh, next one is from Nick the Grave Walker. Yes, maybe tell about some stories during the created uprising that lead up to Infinite. Now, I picked this one because I think that's a good idea to begin with. But if Halo Infinite does what I think it'll do, which is move away from the created storyline a bit, I could be completely wrong. They might go completely headfirst into it, into that. But I think they're going to kind of shove that to the side a bit. Um, and I mentioned this on a different episode. I can't remember which one. If they do kind of move the created stuff over to the side, the Halo 5 stuff, that's going to become a part of Halo's history, Halo's legacy. And it would be very cool for them to build up the lore of that area of history with side material like Nick the Gravewalker is suggesting. Um, I just think that yeah. I just think that'd be neat, you know? Yeah, I think that would be cool too. Like I do at this like I gotta play Halo Wars too because I I hear this talk about the Banish so much even and I, I don't even know anything about that about yeah, that it's cool. whether they show up or so, like man I don't know I'm just but I would for I it. would actually you know Halo Wars one is like really essential for Halo Wars two believe it or not so. yeah don't get me wrong I I should probably you're not the kind of guy who would I should probably anyway. clarify yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't do that um, you know me so well Brian <laughs> next one is years. from at Critter XD he says I would be fine with Halo animation in general. There's so many things you could show in the universe that games or live action could not. I picked that answer because you can, I mean, basically with enough money and time, as like Avengers has shown us, you can pretty much do anything you want in live action nowadays with enough money and time. But yeah, like 343 could show a lot of interesting <laughs> stuff with animation that they couldn't do in live action. You know what's funny, dude, is when I watched, when you watch Iron Man 3 now and it has that scene when like Robert Downey Jr. is super young and he's there with his dad and his mom and some weird like thing. I've only seen the movie that's, once. Uh, I think that's Civil War. Is that Civil War? Yeah. Okay, I thought it was Iron Man 3. Okay, you you would know more than it's I would. Civil War. But yeah. it looks so bad to me. I don't agree at all, actually. I think yeah, it looks I, really good. Hey, I totally respect that. I I disagree, but dude, it looked so bad. You think bad Tarkin to me. looked bad? I thought, I thought Tarkin he looked, looked good. good. Okay. I thought he that looked good, Joe. 
<laughs> oh, Angry Joe reference. Uh, but anyway, uh, but Leia didn't look as good, unfortunately. But my, my point is, is that like, I think ultimately you were right that yes, you can make anything look good. If there's just times when I'm like, eh, sometimes it doesn't, yeah. but to get to the point of the answer, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I get that too, for sure. I think with animation, it's, it's, you could, you have a better scope, I think. Where you can, like, if we you, wanted two Spartans fighting on the edge of a ship, in, on the, on the top of a ship in space, you know, you could do that in live action, but it'd be a lot easier to draw it, you know. Yeah. Animation. Plus, um, I don't know, animation could be so cool. Like, yeah. I, sometimes I prefer it over live action because live action, I imagine that's what that stuff looks like in my head. Whereas animation, it's like it could be anything. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know? I, like I, I have a perfect, sort of expectation. In with a perfect live world, I want no. one of each. I want a Halo. TV show. I want a Halo movie. I want a Halo animated series. I want a Halo game. I want. I know. I, I want everything. You know. I want Halo the play live play in, on Broadway. You know. It's like the Phantom of the Opera, except it's Chief. <laughs> the Monks channel would be amazing yeah. for that. The grunt screaming, amazing for that. I'd want to play one of the grunts. I'd be like grunt number four. Mm, I'm too tall to be a grunt, and I'm very tall. Yes, so I. Probably, uh, I think we could be. Uh, please don't say don't brutes, know. Brian. That's we can so just be two Marine Stooges. We can just be two Marines. Two Marine Stooges, yeah. Let's be honest. We're going to do whatever they... If we could be in the Halo play, we would be whatever they tell us to be. Yeah. Um, I'd be the assault rifle sound. <laughs> How's it go? <laughs> like, oh, oh. That sounds like you're dying. Um, <laughs> that sounds like me dying? That's what I'm going to sound like when I die? Oh, I'm dying, Brian. Well, if you're, if, you're choking, me. if you're choking on a kazoo... <laughs> That know. hurts, Brian. I'm sorry. I'm wounded. <laughs> you, you do good voices, but your death animations can do some work. Um, <laughs> Abraham, <laughs> Abraham May Maya Mayaya. I might. I'm sorry if I mispronounce that. Uh, says absolutely. There are so many stories yet to be told. Yet to be told in the Halo universe. As an anime fan, I'd love to see these stories in another series of Halo OVAs like Legends. My favorite episode has to be Homecoming. Completely fall in love. With Daisy's sad story, yeah, we talked about that briefly. Her story of seeing the Flash clone, dude, it hit home. They did a very good job with emotion in that one. It really encapsulates like what you read in Fall of Reach. I think it uh, makes you feel for yeah. those they were stolen and replaced with clones that are gonna die. Yeah. Um, last last answer we have here before we get into the business and close this one out is from Shane Champagne. Kind of rhymes. I like that. That's catchy as heck. Uh, says I need one whole series based on Odd One Out. <laughs> Odd One Out's the one I said where you got like weirdo Spartan fighting dinosaurs and there's little cavemen children. It's weird, dude. It's wacky. Um, if they sanction a whole series series about it, I think they very very clearly need to like tell people that it's not canon or something because that could i don't know but it's funny it's funny i don't know you don't remember it so there's not much you can say about it i suppose no except that if i honestly had action figures still that you know i would totally have uh have you ever wanted to see tyrannosaurus rex you know it's probably you probably love it josh because if you want to see master chief fight buzz lightyear you'd probably want to see master chief fight and i never said i wanted to see them fight i would rather they get along okay but you're so pure, Josh. You're so wholesome. I am. So you got you got Space Command and you have UNSC. All right. I just want to see them find a way to make it work. What's that but, line? What's that line? Buzz Lightyear says in Toy Story One. He's like, uh, "Lucky for you, on revenge isn't Star a thing." Command. I said Space Command. Go ahead. I'm sorry. In Toy Story One, Buzz is like, uh, he's like, "On my planet, where I come from, revenge is not something we we do." And then Woody's like, "Oh, 
good. And he's like, but luckily, we're not on my planet, are we? And they start shooting the crap out of Woody. Dude, random side note, it's weird. The older I've gotten, the more I've realized how pure Buzz is, and I love him for it. Woody has always been my favorite, but Woody yeah. like practically tried to have him killed in the first toy Yeah, story. It's super dark. It's super yeah. dark. So, But anyway, yeah. back to that. You know what, man? I Yeah, I would much prefer... Like I'm fine for non-canon stuff in Halo, but like I don't want something super exaggerated. But at the same time, yeah. you know what? There's people out there that like it, and their opinion is just as valid, and I totally respect that. More Halo is always a good thing for me. Absolutely. Um, Josh, I'll start off. I'll start off the business, and then I'll toss over to you. Take us into the business, here, good sir. Biggest business news related is we updated the Patreon, so uh, we have four. No, yeah, we have four patrons now. Four, you say? And uh, we decided that it had been a long enough time where we hadn't updated the Patreon, and we're starting to get some traction there, that we'd offer some other options. So uh, if you want to give monetarily to the show, you can go to patreon.com slash sacrediconhalo. Uh, we don't expect anyone to do this. Just listening, just hanging out on the Twitter, that's totally enough. But we got some options for you guys there. We have the... We have three tiers. We have Sacred, which is $1, just $1 a month. And at the Sacred tier, you're just you're supporting us. And that's going to – we're going to make sure we mention your name on every episode of the show, every Halo episode of the show. We have some oddballs we might forget there. But on Halo episodes, you're definitely getting mentioned. We really support that. So you can become Sacred for a dollar. Then we have the $5 tier, which is called Sacred Insider. Josh, give me your best voice of Sacred Insider. Sacred Insider. Ooh. That was so much better than I did. Uh, Sacred Insider. <laughs> Yours <was> good. <laughs> that was good. No, dude, mine was weak, dude. Mine, I, mine sounded like. be nice. Mine sounded like I got beat up at the playground. Yours sounded like you beat me up. <laughs> Extermination. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you're a horrible person. No, you're great. He just said that really wholesome thing, and then now he's, you know. Uh, so with the so Sacred Insider, that's if you want to give five dollars. <laughs> if if you, I'm giving the pitch here, Josh, calm down. No, I'm kidding. Um, if you want to give $5, uh, Sacred Insider lets you in on our private Discord channel where Josh and I go over all of our show notes and plans for future episodes. So you'll get to see like what we were thinking, what might got cut. Uh, maybe you'll we'll throw an idea out there, and if you're in that private Discord, you'd be like, I love that idea, and it'll get on the show for sure. Because yeah, it'll pretty much just be voice like, that. like a private message between Brian and I that everyone yeah. can see. Yeah, it'll be a yeah, private channel you know, where we're just going over what we're doing for the show, stuff we wouldn't normally reveal. Um, and then also we'll still mention you on the show. Um, that Wasn't there one other thing I mentioned in the – I thought we set up for that tier. Um, I'm going to make sure before I – Leave that off there. That was the Sacred Insider tier. I can't remember for sure, but while Brian's looking that up, I just want to say for everyone that's checked out the patron, thank you so much. And for those, again, like Brian said, you guys don't ever have to do that. Oh, it's just yeah. An option. Yeah, let me interrupt you now, Josh. You're being wholesome again. I'm going to interrupt wow, you. Wow, you're being, you're being the rude one now. Yep. Uh, I got to make you feel better. Um, so <laughs> so for, the sacred, for the Sacred Insider at, at five... You'll be in the uh, Discord where we go over our episode ideas, and then you'll also be able to ask any one question you want uh, for that week's episode and have it answered. So if you ask any question you want, it can be about Halo, it can be about Star Wars, it can be about how Josh does his hair every morning. You ask it, it'll get answered. I would be so flattered. Yeah, so that's that's uh, for the Sacred Insider. And then we have, for the big dogs out there, say big dogs, Josh. <laughs> I said, the say, face you made when you said, say big dogs, you do it better. 
Big dogs. Uh, it's kind of kind of creepy. It's it's corny. Yeah. No, don't do that. Uh, anyway, it's too the, late. It the, <laughs> so we for the big dogs who got our highest tier, ten dollars a month, become sacred icon. You know, and you are if you're sacred icon, you're on the same level as us guys. You're part of the crew. You have chosen to support us in ways we never expected. Not only will you get mentioned on the show, not only can you ask a question every week, not only are you in the Discord where we go over ideas, but once every three months, you guys can be on the show with us in an actual episode of the show just talking about Halo. We can talk about Halo memories, Halo nostalgia, maybe your favorite game. If you're in that sacred icon tier... Once every three months, you guys are gonna be on the show with us. Josh, what do you think about having someone on the show with us? Who's that'd part be of the so cool, icon? man? You know what? I'm really shy, Woo! but I'm also super friendly, and I think that would be amazing. I want to pick people's brain about it. That's part of the reason I love doing this with Brian. Maybe because all the stuff I see on Twitter, and I'm like, man, I get so many enlightening perspectives. It it changes. Maybe it changes you get, me as a Halo fan. Maybe maybe our first Sacred Icon tier patron would be a woman who finds you incredibly attractive, Josh. And well, she's shy. They all you. find me incredibly attractive, Brian. Okay. Ooh, we got a little bit of conceit in here. <laughs> Where'd that conceit come from? Man. Oh, maybe LeBron she'll be like, humor. maybe she'll come in and she'll be like, Josh, how do you get so cute? Oh my gosh. And then you'll be like, like when I was blushing. born, my mom dipped me in a bowl of sugar and I got sweet and cute and yeah. Wow. Very corny. I wonder if people like look at like the sacred icon like banner at the top of our page mm-hmm. and they're like, they look at you and they're like, "Oh, he's the hot one," and they look at me like, "He's the ugly one." <laughs> that is not true, Ryan. You're very, <laughs> you were you were a very handsome man. They're Don't like, this, say that this one on the left looks like a string cheese. The guy on the right, he's a hunk of a man. Okay, I look like Will Carroll or Will Wow Will Carroll Will Carroll Will Ferrell and Val Kilmer on a bad day back in their youth. Mm. You look like Frodo Baggins, but you're like a tall Frodo. You're like a Frodo that could dunk on Sauron. I'll take it, dude. Yeah. I'll, I, yeah, you're like, wait a second. What? You're visualizing a, that and you're like, that's pretty cool. You, I like that. He's going to he's going to dunk. He's going to take that ring. There was a brief the fire. I actually you're not going to know this cuz we're going to cut it out. There was a brief moment during this podcast where we cut out and I had to edit that section out. And Josh left the room when I edited that section out and behind Josh was a Bowflex. And I said, that's where Josh does his bow flex in. And I'm like, you know what? He really is Star-Lord from Guardians of the Galaxy. He did get that bow flex. Isn't that what he mentions in Avengers? He's I can't like, remember. He's like, you're right, guys. I got to get the bow flex. I'm going to change. I, I put on some weight. You know, like you are Star-Lord. <laughs> so. Well, in all seriousness, though, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't. Uh, I don't do it so I can have some pretty girl come on the show, although that's welcome. But no, it, it'd just be great, guys, to have you on the show. I'd love to get to hear your opinions. But Brian, too. It's super cool. We don't say pretty girl because you're all pretty. And all the dudes are handsome. All right. It's just there's just just a gravitating, rotating circle of cool, awesome, pretty handsome people. Man, this was a business I'm gonna sellout. Come up, and here we go. We're going deep. I'm going to write the very first Halo song, and I'm going to call it Pretty Handsome People. And it's going to be about the sacred icon Halo community. Josh, give me the first verse. I'll give you the second verse. Baby, when I see you, when I log on Twitter, I smile. What's that last word? I smile. Oh. I smile because I see you <laughs> on that Halo Twitter. Let me get you on your Halo Twitter. Do you got a DM for that mm, Halo mm, Twitter? Mm, uh, Want to slide into your Halo Twitter DMs? 
This is terrible. Oh, dude. We have hit another... I, I'm pretty sure everyone has turned the episode off at this point. Like, it's a good thing I did the Patreon before. One person one person is sitting there right now like, keep going. If Guess what? If, if this actually makes it on and we didn't edit out the singing part, consider yourselves either lucky or very unlucky. I don't know. But anyways... Back on topic, we're going to close this episode out. That's the Patreon. It's at patreon.com slash sacrediconhalo. We've got the $1 Boom. tier, $5 tier, $10 tier. we got four patrons right now. Josh, who are they? Uh, I, know, I can remember two because you I can you remember the rest. Page. I was going to say, I know our buddy Matthew and Abu. I do know those two. I can't remember the other two's names. The then time. we also have Marcus, who joined yes. under the name of Glass. But That's I talked right. to him on the Discord. Very yes. cool dude. You're Thank you so cool. much for that. And then our newest patron, you guys have probably heard it before. He goes by the name of Dust Storm. He is from the Podtacular. Oh, that's right. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. He goes from the he goes uh, he's from the uh, Podtacular podcast. So he threw in a dollar. He became sacred. Someone from Podtacular became sacred. What do you think about that, Josh? Dude, that's amazing, and it's super flattering. Thank you. Like for these the podcasts stuff. have been around Thanks, for, I mean, so much longer. Thank you for the help. Obviously, guys, if you're listening to this, it goes without saying you're probably already listening to Podtacular, but if by chance you're not, go check that out right now. Guess what? You look at Sacred Icon Halo on episode, this is episode 19. If you go to theirs, they're on episode 719. Yes. When they started their podcast, I was still in diapers. No, I'm kidding. No, I wasn't. I was like, wait, what? No. (laughs) My whole ability really kicked in there. No, my ass was big enough. There were depends at that point. Okay, dude. Josh, take us out with the final business. I got uh, burgers to eat. I'm running out of time here. Uh, I thought you could say you got burgers to pick. <laughs> Kill me. KO. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, if you're looking to reach out to us, you can do so by checking us out on Twitter at Sacred Icon Halo. If you want to message Brian, you can do so at Brian's Bane. And if you want to reach out to me, Joshua, you can do so at jovial joshi where i'm always happy guys thanks so much for tuning in halo.com is also that's right possess yes in the discord there's a link to it on there there's a link to it in the twitter you know like you said the Patreon. come on get on it yeah and we got a spartan company if you're ever interested in that drop us your gamer tag we're gonna get you in there okay guys because we want that we want that we love you guys so thank you so much for tuning in guys to episode 19 he's brian i'm josh and as always, you've been listening to the Sacred Icon Halo Show. Thank you, guys. Peace, guys. Keep it safe. Peace.